Welcome, true believers, back to the Nerve Smash Talk Cast. I am your host and guide, LT Thornton, and I'm joined by possibly the world's greatest co-host, Mr. Steve Woods. What's up, Steve? LT, what is happening? Welcome back, everyone. Nothing much, man. Just... Another week in the world of nerdery and nerdtastery. And we got some good stuff. We got some good stuff. We, we got, got some, some stuff that we're going to cover for you guys today. Guys, our mission here on the TalkCast is to bring you the latest in nerd culture, nerd news, and nerd reviews. Whether that involves movies, TV, video games, D&D, science, comic books, anime, whatever, we will cover it because guess what? Being a nerd is just not as limiting as you think it is. Steve, I heard that you're bringing back our old, our old beautiful segment. Man, we are. What's hot in the streets. We're going to talk about... Uh, something that we touched on before, and this is, it'll be in the form of a movie review of Tom and Jerry that was released last Friday on HBO Max and the theaters. Uh, watched it this weekend mm-hmm. with my uh, soon-to-be adult children. Let me tell you something. If you were a person that watched the old Tom and Jerry... You will not be disappointed. They they really did not miss a beat with this movie. Uh, down to the cat goons with the bowler hat. No! <laughs> I don't want to set any spoilers no. right now. But look, they come early in the movie too and I was so hyped. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have the hat. But they had the stance. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, like man. The... <laughs> they didn't have the bowler hats. <laughs> they have Come the bowler. on, And man. Spike was just as funny and ridiculous and violent as you want him to be. Spike the Bulldog. Uh, yeah. Jerry and Tom just straight up going at each other. Now, here's, here's something that this movie did, right? Uh, in the Tom and Jerry universe, it appears that all the animals in this world are animated okay. great perfect yeah. it really set the tone right from the very beginning to where you yeah. know what you're dealing with and you know how the the humans will react to them because everything is animated that's just what the animals are right yeah. dope now uh something else happened in this movie and i want to talk to you about it okay uh tom had the the conscious angel and the devil on his shoulder mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. if it, it hit me like that, man, because it felt like it felt like Tom and Jerry was doing their best Tony Baker comedian impression <laughs> with the voiceovers for this cat. For these man, if he doesn't get a check for this because he was they should have got him for that because it it almost it almost sounded like him. And if you okay. guys don't know who Tony Baker is, please check out his uh, his Instagram and his TikTok. Very funny dude. Does a lot of animal voiceovers. And immediately I was like, that should have been Tony Baker. Right there. <laughs> because it sounded like something that he would do. Because when those, yeah. those voices start talking to him. So anyway, shout out Tony Baker. I just wanted to, wanted, wanted to put that out there. Like, bro, they, they should have called you. Uh, yeah. Other than that, solid movie, man. Entertained okay. the whole way through. Uh, Chloe Grace Moretz was very funny in it. Um, I think it was spot on casting. Now, don't get me wrong. This is still Tom and Jerry, right? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not like it's going to be you know some kind of huge thing where you know it goes on and on. Now, they are definitely going to make sequels for this. Depending on how much money this thing makes, I could definitely yeah. see... Uh, sequels moving to the future because of even some of the references inside this movie where they planted different easter eggs for the different wb cartoons like foghorn leghorn and and all of those things were kind of planted throughout this movie so overall review mm -hmm. there was a healthy bump in the box office for this movie i have to imagine it's doing gangbusters on hbo max yeah 
So, yeah, I could totally see uh, sequels already being in the process of greenlit for this movie. Yep. Yep. Um, What I will say is I got through about 15 to 20 minutes of the movie. Uh, Unfortunately, when you're watching at home, life can get in the way, and it prevented me from finishing the movie before uh, this show started. So I am sorry for that. However, what I can say is those 20 minutes uh, that I started with, uh, thoroughly enjoyed. There was, and, and this is pretty early in the movie, so I don't feel like this is a spoiler, but there is a, a, a uh, part in the beginning of the movie, I guess almost the inciting incident, where uh, Tom is doing a <laughs> uh, street routine. <laughs> I'm already a, laughing playing a keyboard yeah he's playing a keyboard he's wearing sunglasses he's playing a keyboard in the park and you know he's just kind of playing music and people are giving him money he's trying to earn some money and oh i i know one thing i heard about this movie going into it was that some people were happy that the movie wasn't afraid to paint jerry as the antagonist Mm. even though i don't necessarily like jerry as the antagonist uh, you know, he definitely incited some of the opening stuff in this movie. But uh, so Jerry comes up, he kind of co-ops his co-ops his routine and starts dancing, and then you know you Tom forgot and Jerry Tom's gimmicks. Yeah, I forgot he was blind, <laughs> or he was saying he was blind on the thing. So he's like <laughs> playing the piano, and so then <laughs> the the. Uh, you know, Tom and Jerry hijinks uh, ensue. Tom ends up breaking his keyboard and stuff, and his glasses fall off his head. And somebody in the crowd was like, <laughs> he said, hey, that cat playing the piano isn't really blind. Yes. I, I don't know if that was the exact line. It was. But it I was think that was word perfect. for word, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. Perfect. <laughs> because cat playing the keyboard is just really a cat blind? playing a keyboard but obviously <laughs> it's only remarkable if the cat is also blind it's such a throwaway line but it was so perfect and i was like if that's the level of joke we're in for in this movie count me in i was and like that's what i was to... talking about how it set that tone early about who these animals are what they can do how the people around them reacted to them because it was no shock that, oh, this cat can write his name, but his E's are backwards. You know what I mean? Like, it's... Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. So dumb. All right, well, uh, what is your official NSTC rating? So I kind of struggled with this one, right? Okay. I kind of struggled with it just because I I want to give it something higher just and I think that's based on nostalgia, but I think that what I need to do is just go with my gut, and this is just below good. Just below good. Okay. Just below good. Uh, so, so we're gonna give this a uh, man. I ca- I can't do it. I got to give it a Demolition Man because <laughs> I guarantee I'll watch it again and I'll watch the sequels where I may okay. not do that if it was a Liam Hemsworth. Fair enough. Right? Fair enough. So, I mean, and yeah. I enjoyed it. I literally laughed out loud the whole way through the movie. So, I'm, hey, I'm going mean, Demolition Man. Uh, uh, you know, calling the movie uh, a Cuba Gooding Jr., that doesn't mean necessarily that you won't watch it again. No. You're Just right. that it's okay. You're probably not driven to watch it again, right? But, like... You could see yourself, hey, you're bored, or hey, you've got some young kids around that maybe want to watch something, you'll throw it on. Or you won't hate if it's on again. But I don't think you're going to go out of your way to be like, dang, let's watch watch, uh, Tom Tom and Jerry Jerry again right now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I still think I'm going to go with the good on this. And one of the things was something that you just touched on. Uh, Taking these personalities and really defining them, meaning... Tom, Tom is reaction, right? Yeah. Tom is all reaction. And Jerry is the antagonist in this in this movie, which kind of waffles back and forth. He's not necessarily the bad guy, but certainly yeah. uh, instigates a lot 
of what happens in the movie due to his I, bad behavior. Is that I never that used to like enough? Jerry as <laughs> I never used to like Jerry as the antagonist. I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe it's just I, I maybe I have some complex about like the the big guy picking on the little guy mm. or something like that, or you know the little guy just kind of picking things and and setting himself up for for some of these situations. I always like the stories where Jerry's just kind of minding his own business, and Tom comes through on his BS, like, "Hey, I'm about to." <laughs> well, I'll tell you, even even like the uh, good time, bad time, guardian angels. Yeah, those those are even character defining. When the good okay. Tom's like, "Nah, man, you don't have to do this. Just let him go. Just move on with your life. Find a different way." And the bad Tom's like, nah, kill that new man. Let's go. <laughs> so, hey, you know what it is on site, cuz. I know, Let's on go. site, son. <laughs> Let's go. Yo, this, Let's go. This mouse took your whole livelihood, man. You gotta. <laughs> you gonna let him take, take your take livelihood, son? Right. You at least gotta eat his legs. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you at least gotta eat his legs. <laughs> oh man let me tell you let me tell you something you want to know who's about that life is that Ooh. female cat that's white you know what i'm talking about i do yes what, she's in the movie too? she is in that movie the the seductress cat yes yes <laughs> she she is just murderous that's what, what she is bruh she is a murderer wait, wait, wait. Wait, she's wait. a murderer does does Tom pull up at any point with his uh, very you, you gonna have to watch thick, it, bro. jazzy voice? Is you is or is you wait, my baby? <laughs> he puts a cigarette in the air, pop smoke, pop. Right. <laughs> One <right>. pull. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Point, right. One of my favorite scenes was like Spike, right? Because yeah. uh, Tom had hit him with a baseball bat on accident. <laughs> Spike comes out like, look, if I see you again, <laughs> if I see you again, I'm going to beat the life out of you. Right? And he goes he goes back into his little closet where he was. He comes yeah. back out like, bow, saw you again. <laughs> it comes back right? I just need that old voice to show up. Be like, look at here. This is what I'm going to do. What? I'm going to beat you. Like, I'm going to beat the life. Yes. Accurate. Don't Accurate. mess with my boy. <laughs> you know that little gray cat with the big round head? <laughs> yes. Bruh. Bruh. All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, I'll feel it. Um, I I can't wait to watch the rest of this. It's movie. good. It's good. Okay. Okay. All right, guys. We have so much more show that we have to get into today. <laughs> not just Tom and Jerry. I promise. Yeah, yeah. We promise. We're not just gonna spend the whole time talking about Tom and Jerry. So, uh, we've got some stories to cover. Uh, Pokemon gave us some news about some upcoming games. Uh, last week. So we're gonna talk about that. Uh. Terminator has an interesting development on Netflix. We might have to uh, get into a little bit later. Uh, a certain character from the Ant-Man films will not be showing up in the sequels. So we're going to talk about how we feel about that. But uh, I want to start off with our lead here. And that is that there is apparently going to be a Superman reboot from uh, Tennessee Coates mm -hmm. and J.J. Abrams. Which, that's an interesting team up. It is. First of all. Uh, but it could be something really interesting. So what do you think about that, Steve? Uh, man, I, I I like your idea better. Do okay. we need another reboot right now? Do we, <laughs> do we need it is what I'm asking. There's so many characters to explore. Do we need another Superman movie right now? Now, J.J. Abrams is interesting to me. 
right? Mm-hmm. I, I think that he might have a fun and colorful idea that he wants to see come through for Superman. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying there are so many great characters in the DC universe. Why do yeah. we keep rehashing the same three or four? Let's let's expand it. There's so many. Let look. There are so many characters there that would have incredible stories. We don't necessarily need a Superman. That being yeah. said, I'm, I'm all. I want to see it. I want to see JJ Abrams. <laughs> I I I think uh, they're fishing for a consistent stream of hits before they start taking chances. Because I, I think if you look at their stock capital, they, I don't think they have a lot of goodwill mm-hmm. when it comes to their films, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that they're still focused on the big names because they're trying to build up the goodwill to get to the riskier characters. Which, to, from a degree, I completely understand, but at the same time... You're just running the well dry on these same characters. And I'm going to be extremely disappointed <clears throat> if we don't revisit Henry Cavill's Superman with, like, a different kind of team. Now, there is a rumor going around, and I do want to state that this is only a rumor, but there is a rumor that uh, because of Ted Nahisi Coates' involvement, which, you know, he's a very prominent author mm-hmm. and writer, uh, he's also written for the Black Panther series, uh, and one of the, it's just an excellent run of Black Panther. Please check that out if you haven't given that a chance, because holy crap, the stuff he did with Black Panther on Wakanda was even used in the most recent Black Panther movie. Like, that's how dope it was, uh, some of the stuff that he was talking about. Uh, But really great writer, but uh, I think people are taking that and thinking that they may be running with the alternate universe uh, you know, African American or Black Superman, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, there could be an interesting take there. I don't know if DC wants to just start going full multiversal with stories like that yet. Um, but there's absolutely uh, a decent story that you could tell there. But you know, it's also just like I I really want you to nail. Uh, your regular Superman before you start dealing yeah. with like other Superman, right? Especially if you're not committing, like, it, unless you're committing to uh, you know the the alternate universe su- Superman moving forward, then you're not. You know, it's it's almost like it's a tease for like what's and then what you're gonna have two subsets of Superman movies come out. Oh, this is our Justice League Superman. Here's our side Superman. He does some interesting stories about how he works in the community and it's you know that that's my only fear well i'll tell you that and that's and that's very real right but we've already seen their willingness to take some of those major tent poles and split them off to different universes yeah i mean we're gonna see that uh immediately almost with batman so is it so far-fetched that they would do that i'm not saying it's the right thing to do i don't really know but here we are again i i would like to see some original stories Mm -hmm. you know instead of rehashing the same things and rebooting it every time i would like to to move on yeah but you know we'll see we'll see man i just i just don't i just don't feel like we need another superman story just yet how long has it been since we've had a Superman movie? Um, Superman of Steel came because I would definitely not qualify Justice League or, or Batman, Batman versus Superman, Superman as a Superman story. Man of Steel, I want to say, came out twenty four. Gosh, that feels like twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen okay. to me. Yeah, I, I guess I think twenty twelve was too early, but I. Yeah, 2012 was Dark Knight Rises, wasn't it? It may have been. Uh, it may have been. That just seems like so 2013. Long. 2013 is when okay. Man of Steel came out. Okay. Uh, Jeez. So there it is. Yeah. You know? I, yeah. I do want to see what J.J. Abrams has to, has to say about this and what that's going to look like. But I just don't feel like we need another Superman movie. That's going to change Fair when enough. I see the trailer. You know, I'm going to want to see it. 
but I still I just think there's so many characters and we touched on that last week. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm more interested in Todd Nahisi Coates' writing for the movie. Because mm. if he's moving in the feature films, that could be something really special if it's mm-hmm. done right. But anyway, let's move on to our next story. And that is that uh, apparently T.I. will not be portraying one of the wombats in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a bummer because I think I enjoyed the... The dynamic of the Wombats, you know, Luis, uh, David Dalmatian's character, and T.I. I said Luis like he doesn't. Michael Pena. Gosh. Michael Pena's <laughs> character, who is also in Tom and Jerry, by the way. Yeah, that's right. He is in that movie. Yeah. Very. But yeah, uh, I think it's kind of a bummer that the Wombats won't be coming back unless, you know, I think Marvel does this with their third films, with their trilogies. They go super big with whatever that third movie's going to be. Like, they mm-hmm. completely throw up, throw away and change the formula. It happened with Iron Man 3. It happened with uh, Thor Ragnarok. Did. Obviously, Captain America Civil War. Um, it looks like the same thing's going to be happening to Spider-Man 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously... Oh, man, that's a good point. That's good insight, bro. Yeah, they, they, I, so if you look at their trilogies and how they're laid out, they, uh, do the first one. The second one's an amplification, but it's still kind of a little bit more of the same. And then with a third one, they go, here are the rules. We're going to throw them over here. And now it's going to be this brand new thing. So, you know, we'll, you know, maybe maybe the movie is too big for uh, T.I. or the rest of the Wombats to even appear in. Who to knows? To be in there. Maybe it won't even be that, that same thing. Good, uh, That good example of uh, Thor Ragnarok, where it took us to a completely different planet, uh, yeah. an exterior that we'd never seen before, and turned yeah. everything on its ear, especially with uh, Bruce being in it in the form that he was. So. Yeah. You may be Even right if about you that. look at the Avengers movies, like you compare the first two Avengers movies with Infinity War and Endgame, like yeah. big. It just went, it took the scale and it goes way, way, way up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I foresee that happen. I mean, obviously, you named Kang the Conqueror as your villain. Like that mm. is definitely going to be following that trend. So out of nowhere, you know, that's great. Out of nowhere. Fantastic. Yeah. So we're moving you think away he from. He wanted to be in it. I mean, he can have whatever he likes. Oh, God. Boo. I Boo just you. don't think he. <laughs> Boo. 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 <laughs> Get off the stage. I'm just saying, like, if you're T.I., do you want to be in this movie? Yeah. Do you want to be Hell in a Marvel movie? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yes. Yes. Marvel money is starting to become Star Wars money, okay? Yeah, so. it, is. it sure is. <laughs> and how long you will be that character is going yeah. to become synonymous with what Marvel is. So you Right. For it instance, also does not close the door on your character. Look at yeah. Darcy in WandaVision. Like Yeah. Right. She thought she thought she was she was like, "Well, there's no room for freaking lab assistant Darcy to show up in a movie. <laughs> Sorry, Suddenly, Kat Dennings. Oh, she's one this? of the best parts yeah. of this show, which we'll get into next week, guys. Uh, but it's just crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. he, can, he can show up in, you know, Ms. Marvel down the line. Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? It doesn't matter. He could absolutely show up somewhere. Like, they could yeah. have those wombats wherever they want them. At this Egg, point. Exactly. I still think Michael Pena is going to be there because I feel like he's he's such a big part of those movies. Like he at least has to have a role in some mm. way. But the other two, I don't I don't know if they have a have a spot. And then, yeah. uh, so so who knows? Um, and I know there was some controversies with Ti uh, last year about. Um, I think it has something to do with stuff with his daughter and and some of the stuff he was saying about controlling his daughter or or something you know that could have rubbed some people the wrong way so that might have 
kept him off that. of things. Yeah. I don't know if that's playing a factor. Nobody's reported that that's playing a factor. They just said that he's well, no, he's nobody's reported that that's been recast or anything. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they recast it. Um, you know. So we'll see. Well, I guess time will tell if his character, you know, just kind of goes the way of some of the other side characters that you never hear about in the MCU mm-hmm. again, or if he pops back up in some random role. Yeah. We will yeah. see. But anyway, um, going into our next story, we've also got news from Netflix that they are taking the Terminator brand and turning it into an anime. An anime. As in Japanese animation. (laughs) Okay. When we were talking about this in the pre-show, I think you had a, a slightly hotter take about it. (laughs) <laughs> Man, I, I just... Terminator is is one of those properties that, you know, I loved coming up. I remember watching the VHS, you know, sitting at home. Pops yeah. like, hey, Terminator. But I, I really... I I just don't feel it like a lot of people do. I just don't. And I, so here's... I, I just think it has its place in history. Why can't we just leave it there without all of these things and all these terrible new movies and probably a terrible anime? I why can't we just leave it where it is and let it be and and appreciate it for what it was? Yeah. Here's the problem with Terminator as a franchise, right? So Terminator as a franchise is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm. And it's not just Arnold Schwarzenegger, it's young Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. And he he almost makes the brand. And while you can tell really interesting stories, people just want to see that T-800 show up and do cool stuff. But they don't want to see crazy CGI T-800. They definitely don't want to see old Arnold show up. And then the movie has to jump through 400 loops to try to explain why a Terminator is old. And it doesn't make sense any time that they do it. It doesn't. And, and I think that's part of my point, right? Why can't we just appreciate it for what it was and go back yeah. and, and look at that and say, oh, man, that's cool. Verse, yeah. And I know it's about money. I know what it's about. But I I just don't think it's necessary. They probably they won't watch to... episode one of Terminator, the animated anime series. So with Salvation and with, like, uh, not Rise of the Machine, the Sarah Connor Chronicles and stuff like that. They were trying to move the stories and the brand away from just being Arnold. Because if you look at it on the surface, it is an interesting concept. And it's obviously a great story that is ripe to be mined for all this stuff. you got time travel, future machines, AI, you know, how... War. Yeah. Yeah, war, all this other stuff. But you just... You cannot get over the greatness of Arnold Schwarzenegger's performance in those first two movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse me. So it just kind of, I mean, I'm sure an anime might be interesting, but I feel like it's going to be kind of that blended CGI cell shaded type anime. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to be like some kind of beautifully animated traditional anime or something like that. No. Um, it just feels like you're trying to do this. Maybe you have a story to tell, but I don't know if the interest level is going to be there just because, you know, what people want out of Terminator, it can no longer provide, I feel like. I, I think it hasn't provided that in a long time. Yeah. There's not really a fresh take there. There really isn't. They're kind of yeah. rehashing the same things over and over and over again. Now, yeah. uh, I know that a lot of people want to see the actual war between humans and uh, the AI, but we still haven't gotten that. That would be something. Maybe leave uh, John Connor kind of out of it and just, you know, just make it a war movie. I don't know. I'm just saying nobody. I don't want it. I don't want it. Just let let it be. Let it be. They they tried that with Salvation and it ended up being just kind of like really, really boring. Yeah. Like yeah, we I got get the it. adult John Connor, we got the wartime setting, we got, you know, peak 
uh, you know, AI kind of running around and the war bots kind of running around. They had their infiltration bot and stuff. It just didn't, it wasn't enough, you know? Mm-hmm. And that, Salvation should have been the future of that franchise, but it wasn't good enough to do it. So yeah, that's kind of how I feel about the Matrix. This fourth <laughs> movie coming, same. It's the same. It's in the same boat for me. Yeah, I well, want to see we'll what s- they're gonna do, but it's kind of eh. Can't, can't, we'll see what they. Isn't the Matrix real? Nineteen ninety nine. Isn't that real for real? Nineteen ninety nine. Ninety nine, two thousand. I think maybe yeah. a little. Well, maybe a little two oh one oh two. It might. Yeah. It, it's very early two thousands. You are yeah. absolute turn of the millennium, early two thousands. But I'm curious to see, because it's been long enough, that you can really actually tell probably like a really decent new story. I'm curious to see what that world is. Um, but at the same time, it could just be a bunch of blah nothing. And we're like, we'll, we'll judge it on that first trailer. We'll yeah, judge it on man. That. <laughs> yeah, man. I feel like they're going to introduce a bunch of new characters and be like, but we don't care about mm. the new characters maybe there's a new the one yeah yeah gotta get that franchise going yeah the matrixes matrices anyway. matrices <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh our <laughs> i hate you yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so our last story is that we have uh, some news from Nintendo that they've got a few new releases coming out. <laughs> so later this year, we have remakes of Diamond and Pearl coming to the Switch called Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. And then uh, sometime early 2022, we'll be having a, an open world Pokemon game set in older Pokemon times in, like, the Sinnoh region. Uh, and it's called Pokemon Legends Arceus. Mm. Yeah. That's the one. Or Arceus, you know, I, yeah, depending I don't know. on how that's supposed Somebody to be Somebody correct us. Let us know a yeah. pronunciation. Tell, tell me the correct pronunciation of Arceus. And if, if that makes your skin crawl, let me say it one more time in ASMR for you. Arceus. <laughs> what what is what did my kids recently get get on me that uh oh uh i say kyurem and they're like <laughs> dad what are you talking about it's kyurem okay. <laughs> okay i don't care yeah <laughs> tell them to play street fighter and say uh what character is that oh that's ryu no it's ryu ryu <laughs> His name is a fighting sound, okay? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, yes. So What's I... this move called? It's called Tatsumaki Senpyak. No, it's Tatsumaki Senpyak! It's I want some pancake! I want some Y'all don't even know. Yo, <laughs> yeah. for the longest time as a kid, I thought Bison's uh, one sp- side special move was called Psycho Crenshaw. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why ever? Like, what does he have to do with Crenshaw? <laughs> Psycho Crenshaw! <laughs> Why that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was very surprised to see that that was Crusher. I was like, how the hell did you get... (laughs) How did you get Crusher? That is not the sound he makes at all. Can I tell y'all something? For me, it's going to be Psycho Crenshaw from here on out. (laughs) Psycho Crenshaw! Oh, so what did man. you what did you think about that trailer for that Pokemon Legends game? And Brilliant Diamond or uh, Shining Pearl and Brilliant Diamond, those look great too. Yeah, looks like a faithful remake. And I've yeah. never played Diamond and Pearl, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking about actually checking that out because I I very much enjoyed getting back into Sword and Shield this year. Yeah. Uh, 
But the so I have a lot of questions about the open world Pokemon Legends game because it's kind of a why we're we just got dumped with a bunch of information and it was it was uh it was shocking. It was me. shocking. A lot of it. Uh, because they're running around in like feudal Japan times, right? Mm-hmm. For this region, and they're like, "Oh, it's it's vastly different," and you have different uh, types of Pokemon that aren't even native to the Sinnoh region that are kind of coming in. So that just implies, obviously, that climates and things like that have changed, which makes sense. But then, you know, we always thought Pokeballs were this kind of super advanced technology in this slightly futuristic world, but uh, apparently. <laughs> They had Pokeballs in their ancient times, and if you look at a close-up of the Pokeball, it's like wood and a metal clasp. <laughs> what like, are you I've talking got a metal, about? I've got a metal clasp on my water bottle here. Do you see this? That that comes off. I have to I have to use my fingernail to pry it off so that it no longer keeps the water from falling out of the bottle. And my only comparison to this is a sentient beast that you throw this wood and metal clasp at. <laughs> it turns into a laser and then populates this ball and oh, stays man. there docile for some it's reason. It's not keeping it, bro. It's, it's not. It's a yeah. it's a piece of wood and some a jangly ass clasp on it. <laughs> yeah. I just so are is are Pokeballs magic? Mm. It's got to be some kind of magic because it's not like these people were sitting there in these ancient times like clink clink clink. Oh, I make uh oh I got I, here's the uh, circuit board for that I invented uh. for this <laughs> ball, and yeah, we I don't have to be. we don't have actual electricity, but we do have <laughs> these balls to capture uh, sentient. <laughs> Bears and tadpoles and tigers and things. Yeah, I d- and celestial beings. Yeah, like that's, that, that's yeah, the, like that's yeah, a little Ar- thing. Because Arceus, Arceus is a. I, I think mm. Arceus created all Pokemon life or something like that. So Arceus is like mm. their Pokemon god, and it is the title character of this game. So Arceus has to be therefore in said game right yeah yeah and chances are you're gonna have a chance to catch him yeah a wood ass ball well it's just but how though i don't know man is that is that metal clasp really the only thing keeping pokemon god secured in Mm -hmm. this wooden ball yeah i mean you can have a bear in there but uh (laughs) again when it comes out it is not coming out happy. It, <laughs> it's just not. Yeah. I wonder if you're just walking along and then there's going to be some kind of control. Like, hmm, Arceus is not pleased. Fight the Pokeball <laughs> to keep it detained. By the uh, way, if it, if it gets out, this world is dead. <laughs> <laughs> like that's like permadeath. Like right. You don't get to play this game anymore. Yeah, the rivers will run bled red with the blood of your family. Like, oh. <laughs> we talked about just the whispers that would come, like they would just go directly into your mind. Let me out of here! Let me out of here. If you don't let me out of here, I will literally throw your soul to the. <laughs> I will destroy your galaxy. <laughs> I will peel oh. the fingernails off of your hands and put them back on and let you forget about it happening and then take them off again and reminded you of the times that it happened the first time as one synchronous event. As one synchronous event in a loop. Yes. You all right, man? You're like foaming at the mouth and your uh, eyes rolled back in your head for a second. Yeah, sorry. This is Arceus. is tripping today. <laughs> Yes. yes. He's doing those Dude. psychic whispers again. Are you going to use Arceus in a battle? Oh, God, no. If I let him out, he's going to kill everything. I don't have a way to get him back in like, this if thing. If I let him out, you and I both die. Like, exactly. 
That's what's happening. No, no, man. Cool. Call him out. I want to battle him. Yeah, I watched it. I watched it. They were, you know, they, he didn't even And it looks like you're just going to be able to use whatever Pokemon you want yeah. at, any, at any given time. Yeah, and it looks to like... To battle any Pokemon you want at any given time. Yeah, and it looks like my greatest fear was confirmed. At any given moment, any of these roaming Pokemon can jump this out of you. Yes, it's... true. <laughs> true. I'm hoping uh, they have that, you know, that RPG island where all of the creatures on the island are way OP, and you just go there. You shouldn't have fought that. Love it. And he's not even... <laughs> He's not even battling these Pokemon. He's like, he throws the Pokeball at a at a Pokemon that wasn't even expecting it, and it just catches it. Yeah, yeah. Which makes me think: Go. Are these metal clasps somehow stronger for Pokemon for catching them <laughs> than the tech be. that's used later? What is it, it about this metal be. clasp? I mean, I, mean <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It's- uh, I don't know. We'll have to see, but I bet it's gonna be something like, "Oh, these ancient, this ancient metal was used to, blah 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 blah." I don't know. Who knows? When Arceus touched the ground, his he enchanted this metal, and we mined it to make these balls to make these animals. He created our slaves. Like that won't piss Arceus off. Like, hey. <laughs> Whoa, I gave whoa, y'all whoa, Pokemon whoa. to help out, and I thought they were cute. But y'all came yeah. around and just started enslaving them? For what? <laughs> now I'm back. <laughs> right. All right, well, it's uh, Rivers Run Red with Blood O'Clock. <laughs> Not O'Clock. <laughs> oh, my Lord. It's time uh, to get it It looks poppin'. like Breath of the Wild. It does. It definitely has that influence. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I just want I want the free-roaming Pokemon game that I know that they can make. Let me tell you something, all right? I'm going to go on a mini tangent here. The, the free-roaming Pokemon that I want is like, obviously you can navigate to all these cities, but you can also go to different regions. And I'm talking past regions. You don't have to make a bunch of new regions. Go to past regions. Fight gym leaders across different continents. Become a gym leader yourself. You know, it has some kind of online capability so people can come to your gym and fight your gym and your Pokemon that you sit there. Or say you want to be a Pokemon breeder and you just capture different Pokemon. Or you want to do the Pokemon snap route, a Pokemon photographer. You just go around and you view these Pokemon just kind of roaming in the wild and stuff like that. And you go to the caves and you go to the, you know mountains and stuff like that and it doesn't have to be so open world where everything is just supposed to load into each other seamlessly but like you can travel between these different continents and at least you know there's like loading screens in between those i I don't know i feel like that's possible but you know nintendo and technological kind of holdbacks i feel like in 20 years when they have their uh, 4K system, uh, <laughs> you know, accurate. That's digital only. Will will maybe get, you know, this game and watch it be like 16 gigabytes of data <laughs> on. <laughs> probably, probably. Uh, stupid Nintendo. But yeah, I just I hear open world Pokemon game and I go ooh, and then it's like feudal times. You don't have to battle them. Uh, you don't have access to any of the things that you love in Pokemon, mm. and uh, you know, metal clasp. <laughs> it looks like something to build off of, though. I will say that. Yeah, it really. I does. hope so. I hope so. I don't think the Switch has the capability for the con or for the kind of game that I'm thinking of. But you know, I'm I'm ready to be surprised. So yeah, I I'm excited to go the Grand excited. Theft Auto route, but it sounds like more of like an MMORPG that you're talking about, like something much bigger, and you can kind of play the game the way you want to play it. Yes. Yeah. That's what everybody in Pokemon wants. And yeah. there's so much guidance to what Pokemon is 
and I think there's hesitation because they don't want to mess up that formula, the whole kind of pocket monsters, hey, let's keep the... But, like, we're past that. We want so much more out of Pokemon now. Go opened us up to that now. It did. It did. <coughs> do you me. still play Pokemon Go? I do not. Mm. Uh, yeah, I I want to. I tried to get back into it a couple of years ago, but it was more of a... I don't. I don't know. It. I think it was more because I didn't have anybody around me that was really playing it that often. Yeah. yeah. And the community of it is what made it so much fun for it me really back did. then. It really so. did. That was so much fun in 2016, just yeah. to be out like that. Also, I wish we didn't hop on it at the very, very beginning of it because if a lot of that stuff was cleaned up and the game was what it is now, if they would have t- taken that time. Man, it would have been really special, and it would have lasted as a craze for much, much longer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right, so let's get into our final segment here. Uh, yeah. So we actually got a Twitter question from uh, one of our uh, listeners, and he's also been uh, one of our guests on the show as well. So shout out to Boyd. Uh, go back and listen yeah. to his episodes if you haven't... Uh, if you didn't hear him on here, uh, you'll, you'll see him in the feature. But Boyd actually presented us with this question. Uh, Steve, do you have the question pulled up? Sure, sure. Uh, so at Calibron27 on Twitter asks, Top three film trilogies. The caveats are it can't be part of a bigger series like Star Wars trilogies or Star Trek, but it can be part of a bigger universe it's kind of like the MCU. Now, yeah. I for me, I really I'm really curious about what you have to say about this because okay. there's so many different things out there, but I feel like some of those better ones expand past that trilogy. Right. So, what I'll say is I I feel like any franchise that got that like fourth movie or, you know, something along those lines really kind of ruined themselves for this question yeah. for me. Because yeah. I might have said my number one would have been Indiana, the Indiana Jones trilogy, but Crystal I'm Skull. super pissed that count. Kingdom of the Crystal yeah. Skull ruins it for me. <laughs> yeah. And my other thing, too, is that I don't care the quality of the first two movies if the third movie is utter garbage. That Bruh. disqualifies your trilogy from greatness for me. Yeah. I don't care yeah. how good Godfather 1 and 2 are. Godfather 3 Ooh, is trash. Damn. I will not acknowledge you as a trilogy. You have two great movies and one real bad one. You all have yeah, to at man. least have three <clears throat> decent quality movies that do not continue past that to justify me qualifying you specifically as a good to great trilogy. Okay. That that's my opinion, okay. but no, I get it. I I agree with that. You know, I guess, you know, I was thinking of some things. Uh, one of the one of those that you're talking about uh, mm-hmm. is is like what you're talking about, and that's the Alien series, where yeah. Alien Four Resurrection was just complete garbage. Right. Alien Three was a was very different, but I could argue some points there. Right? Sure, sure. Uh, but I I just feel like resurrection just removes yeah. any argument that you could have for a good series there it really well i feel like for me. i feel like resurrection and all the other movies themselves uh just kind of kind of ruin you know the the whole trilogy argument there anyway because i'm not just taking yeah. three movies out of a lineup and saying yeah well those yeah. three are my trilogy you know um yeah. i'd also i'm also really bummed that i can't include the yeah. Avengers in this because Endgame is a fourth movie and Endgame is great. So, you know, as as great as those four movies are, I can't consider them yeah. a trilogy. Now, I will say for me personally, uh, what's in my top three and what might actually be number two for me would probably be the Captain America trilogy. And I'm talking mm-hmm. First Avenger, Winter Soldier, Civil War. Now, I know a lot Talk of people argue... It, I know a lot of people argue Civil War isn't a Captain America movie. Disagree. But 
Right, I disagree. He has a very clear arc in that movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Same with Tony Stark. But it's also his name title film. He is the featured character in the movie. And I think he's got yeah, a beautiful like arc over the yeah. course of that movie. Yep. And a ton of obstacles that he has to overcome. Uh, plus, if I just I just sit back and I look, of superhero trilogies that I can think of, I love the hell out of First Avenger and what it is. I love Winter Soldier even more. It's it might be my favorite superhero movie ever, and that that's really tough for me to say. But it 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 might be that. And then Civil War is just you know holy crap. It's yeah. it's pure spectacle, along with you know real emotional stakes. It introduced Spider Man and Black Panther to the to the MCU. It does so much, um, and it's just an enjoyable rewatch. So the Captain America trilogy for me is probably number two on my list. But I, I'm curious to hear what you have on yours. Um, <clears throat> this is a tough one for me, and yeah. I'll tell you why. Because I just feel like there's so many series of movies out there that I will watch, but I don't necessarily think they're good. One of those being uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, which ended on a terrible note. Yes. But I recently watched that movie, and it was still bad, but, you know, watchable. Spider-Man 3 I'm talking about. I get Uh, that. Another one is the Dark Knight series, to where... It, ju- it just pulled the rug out from under us, right? Yeah. So I guess what I'm looking for is a more consistent thing. And the point that you brought up with Captain America, that's a ramp up. Yeah, it is. You know, that third movie was nothing like that first movie. No, and That's not a perfect at all. example of what happens when you really uh, take care of a character and want them to... That, that's the other thing I love about that trilogy, too, uh, as well. Those three movies are nothing alike. No, no. They have no thematic ties really to each other other than Winter Soldier carrying over from uh, Winter Soldier to Civil War. But if you look at like the three movies themselves, you'd almost classify them as three completely separate movies. Steve is consistent through all three of them. He is, but that's his and character. That's, it, yeah, and that's that's what I'm talking about. That character yeah. is consistent. Some sometimes we see characters that start out away, mm-hmm. Batman begins, and see a development, and then all of a sudden, boom, they're not even that character anymore. Yeah. Yeah. For Dark Knight Rises, he was barely recognizable as any type of Batman from the first two movies. Yeah. I mean and we know, like, I've mentioned before how I feel about Dark Knight Rises. I feel like that movie is a complete dumpster fire, and there's nothing redeeming yeah. about it. Yeah. Uh, it's, man, I I really feel like that, the Dark Knight is so strong, right? It, yeah. And, and even Batman Begins is not just really good. Batman Begins is actually pretty great. But the Dark Knight Rises pulls it so far down for me that it, I, I feel like the Dark Knight Rises actually did something where it made me retroactively go back and like the previous two movies less. And, <laughs> oh, man. Well, like I said, it destroyed that character. It, it destroyed it. It did. He was because nothing like he was in the first two movies. Knowing how that character ends up in that trilogy makes the stuff that you think that he's like the the kind of grit and determination of that he has in the first two movies feel like yeah. oh it means nothing because he gives up eventually and he, he gave up yeah. like three times in that movie <laughs> but I don't want to do it no more nah batman hard <laughs> <laughs> I mean the same could be said for for movies like the matrix trilogy too where oh yeah. you know we know the bad ones my favorite to this day and the mm-hmm. ones that I will still sit down and watch, Back to the Future, hands down. I was actually going to say, Back to the Future is the number one on my list. It's yeah. hands down. A, a clean, perfect, I, I don't want to say perfect trilogy, because uh, Back to the Future 3 has some flaws. But uh, if you look at all whoa. three of the movies. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa. 
Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> you just you just gonna slide over that? I, I know. I I I think Back to the Future Three is is <clears throat> in some ways not quite as engaging as the first two. Huh. But I still put it in a category of fantastic. I love Back to the Future 3. I just think that there's... I think if someone came to to an argument and said, well, there are some parts of Back to the Future 3 that are terrible, they'd have some valid points. But Mm. I'm just saying, as a trilogy, it is great. (laughs) You just said... There are parts of Back to the Future 3 that mm-hmm. are terrible. Maybe terrible is too strong of a word. <laughs> I, I, I can't even... I don't even know what to say right now. But I, I, guess, I guess that's probably... I can't even say that's my least favorite because I love it so much. Yeah, I just can't. I, I think I can say it's my least favorite of the... Th- Three, yeah, of those. Um, I think I think the issues with it are more about pacing than about what happens. I think what happens is great, but I think um, you look at all the stuff that was accomplished in the first two movies. Yeah, and I don't think three achieves as much. Mm. If that makes sense. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I get that. I it, it, that. Three almost feels like a ramping down as opposed to a ramping up. Mm. Does that make yeah. sense? It does. I mean, yeah, they're 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 suddenly <clears throat> in, in western. They want to put a bow but... on it at the end. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, I, and I think it they a did. Trilogy. Yeah. Without without any speculation about what's next, because they they did just come full circle and just left yeah. it there. Yeah. So I I guess I get that point. Yeah. yeah. And. Maybe maybe some of those criticisms that have I you know I I've read think pieces on that trilogy and I I've seen articles I've gone back and watched clips but maybe I I think it's been a while since I've sat down and watched all I three Back to the Future it. movies yeah. again yeah so but I I'd still put it at the top of my list I think of of the criteria that Boyd put out with this tweet I feel like Back to the Future is the best trilogy and I'd say for number three. Um, I'd probably go with Lord of the Rings. And I'm not even that huge of a Lord of the Rings fan. Yeah, I am not. I thought the <laughs> first one was garbage. Garbage? Fellowship of the Ring? Yeah. I wanted to leave, but I was with two people that wanted to stay. <laughs> man, I thought, man, if we have to walk some more in this movie... I can't, I just can't. That was the most boring movie in existence. (laughs) Nothing happened. (laughs) Now things, you know, business picks up in Two Towers and Return of the King. Yeah. Literally, Fellowship, forget it. I would never watch that movie again. I only (laughs) saw it in the theater. I will never, ever watch that movie again. I think I have to rewatch that trilogy, and I've avoided it mostly because the entire trilogy itself feels like it would take sun up to sun down to complete. But mm. I I do feel like that trilogy warrants a, a rewatch nowadays, if only because so much of pop culture still comes from those three movies, mm-hmm. and. The movies that we watched back then, uh, nobody was planning out three trilogies like that back then, remember? No. Yeah. Uh, you know, even Harry Potter books had a beginning, middle, end, right? But these movies were three books from Jump, right? Being converted into movies. So yeah. I think, me personally, I need to revisit and kind of... See if if there's a new level of appreciation for what they were doing in like early two thousands, mm-hmm. right? That like yeah. what they what they pulled off is crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, I real I really like those last two though. I will say that, and I don't like 
like the sword and sorcery kind of movies or uh, entertainment period. But I, I, re- I did really like those last two for whatever reason. But I just can't wrap my head around that first one. What, yeah. what, did, what did people like? People like the walking? <laughs> there was a lot of talking and politicking happening too. And I'm wondering if Game of Thrones gives me a new appreciation for that. Oh, oh man. Stop yeah. this. I'm not doing it. I'm not going back. <laughs> Come anyway, on, Steve. My we have to go one. back. We have to go <laughs> back. <laughs> is the Planet of the Apes trilogy. Yes, uh, yes, I considered that one. Yeah, I really like that one. And that's and that has a high rewatch factor for me too. You know, yeah. I'm able to kind of sit down with those and watch them uh whenever they're on. I really enjoy those movies. I really yeah. do. Now, uh, to I be clear, we're talking uh Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes in War, War for the Planet of the Apes. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. I really, really enjoy those. Another I just think trilogy it still holds up too. Another trilogy that contains Andy Serkis. Mm, sure <laughs> does. Sure does. You know, a testament to Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only is it my one of some of my favorite movies. Yeah. But it's some of my 12-year-old son favorite movies. Like that that's a big gap. Yep. It still holds up. Yep. So that I mean that's I mean that, you know. The last I have power... a nephew coming up but I know likes it and he's five. <laughs> so you, you see what I'm saying? Like those good movies are going to are going to be around for a while. The lasting power of Back to the Future I know resides within me because my favorite thing to drive in Grand Theft Auto is my Flying DeLorean. <laughs> yeah. It is the greatest vehicle in the history of time itself. So, mm. shout out <laughs> to my son Andrew, who's all about that DeLorean in Rocket League. I also have the DeLorean in Rocket League. <laughs> it is Mwah, Chef's Kiss. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> all right, yeah, guys. Man. Well, I think that is our show for the day. Uh, Man, shout shout out, out to the homie Boyd. Yeah, shout what out is... to Boyd again. Uh, you know, I think he's coming back on sometime soon to talk another Batman movie. Good. Good. So, oh, forever? Boyd, clear. Talk about forever. I think we're gonna talk about forever. We. <laughs> Goons on deck. This time yeah. with neon guns. <laughs> And really long exposure shots of crotches. Hey, hey. <laughs> Rubber crotches. <laughs> so weird. And Dr. Chase Meridian. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, uh, that'll be fun. Yeah, man. All right. Well, uh, uh, again, you guys can find us. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, I'm LT the fifth, L T T H A F I F T H. Steve, where can they find you? Where can they find us? So you can check out the Nerd Smash Talkcast on Twitter at NerdSmash underscore TC. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter, Steve L Dub. Yeah. Hit us up again, man. I love that. You know that? I love yeah. it. Bruh, you're getting so look. LT is getting so many of you listeners contacting him and asking questions and telling us what you like. Yes. Tell us what you don't like too. Yeah. Look, we so, just want to, we just, we, look, we're here to have fun and yeah. we're here to uh, deliver some nerdy news with our own personal <laughs> spin. So yep. please tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you do like. We're here for it all. And hit us up with the questions just like Boyd did. I mean, we love getting yeah. that question. We loved engaging with it online, but you know, you never know when a question is going to end up being the subject of something that we talk about in our final segment on the show. Mm-hmm. So, you know, give us some more. We're we're thirsty. We're ready for it. Yeah, and again, that's uh, you can hit Boyd up at at Calabron twenty seven at K A L L A B R O N N two seven, and uh, tell him what you think about uh, your favorite trilogy. Big time. And guys, if you haven't already, please, whatever you're listening on, listening to us on, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Music, Amazon Music, whatever, uh, Podbean, uh, please give us a like, rate us, subscribe to us, you know, help us kind of grow this audience. Uh, you know, 
again, let us know on social media, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's mm-hmm. on Twitter. Uh, we have a Facebook page at the Nerd Smash Topcast. You can search for us and find us. Uh, just let us know. Hit us up uh, so we can talk to you, engage with you, and, uh, you know, build, build ourselves and the show up a little bit more. Yes, sir. <laughs> just a little bit. Yes, sir. Bru, I got to tell you, I really need you to finish Tom and Jerry because I was just thinking about it, and there's some things in there you have got to see that they am... actually did. And if it's I, hilarious. If I didn't have to edit the show tonight, I would go downstairs and watch it right now. <laughs> <laughs> so it's probably gonna have to wait till tomorrow gotta for see me. It. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah. All right, guys. Uh, like I said, we love you. Uh, we appreciate you. And hit us up. Uh, and as we always tend to end our shows nowadays, holla, holla, holla. Hello, 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 hello,